0: What's up guys? Welcome to In the Office. Uh, this is episode two and you're here uh, with Scott and Wes. I'm Wes Holly,
1: And I'm Scott Barnes and it's just great uh, to be back um, here in the library uh, recording this. Um, man, it's been a, it's been a long time. We're, we're sitting here on a Friday, which is normally our, our off day, but we came in because we care about you, the listener. We want to get this thing uh, ready to go for you because at the end of the day, this is about you guys. You know, yeah, it's, it's about not about us. It's all about the listeners. Someone
0: said we're really selfless people. Yeah, hundred percent. here in in the office. A hundred percent.
1: I have to yeah. ask you, just off the top here. You're wearing a shirt. It says BSC Summer O, 2015. What is that?
0: The o is summer orientation. This was when I was a freshman. This is move in. So
1: wow. Yeah, it really really goes back.
0: I'm a Birmingham Southern College graduate. Oh, now, wow. So.
1: Wow, that's really cool. Class of 2019. So. Yeah, yeah. Great liberal arts institution right here in Birmingham off Archadelphia Road. Exactly. If you're looking for a, a great uh, place to go and stay in the city of Birmingham and get a good quality uh, Methodist <laughs> education, uh, Birmingham Southern College, um, just in, uh, you know, west of downtown, a great yes. historical college. Right there uh, on the city's western border. Yeah, right it's there in the city's western border. I mean, you can be. Uh, like Wes Holly and uh, get a degree and be a Panther uh, for the rest yeah. of your life. Gosh,
0: just it's it's so exciting. It's great to be. It's a great day to be a Panther. Yeah. I'll be honest,
1: I feel like a Panther. So, what have you been? Uh, I mean, this is a terrible thing to say because we work together. But what have you what have you been doing this week? Because I legitimately haven't seen you. <laughs> uh, I mean, not much. Just
0: normal kind of office stuff. I got to uh, you know lead and staff meeting today for the youth department because. <laughs> Uh, both the high school director and the director of student ministries, aka Scott, were were out this week, so um Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh Wes has gone from being an hourly employee to leading in staff meetings in a very short period of time. His uh, upward trajectory can't be stopped. But yeah,
0: so uh <laughs> Well I'm, Scott, what have you been doing this yeah, week? Yeah, so well, I've that. been
1: I've been in Houston all week for school, which is about as bad as it sounds. Um so, like, long story short, I started uh, my master's degree in Dallas on campus at SMU, and when I moved here, one of the things they offer is kind of this extension thing in Houston to where if you live somewhere else, you can still get your master's degree from SMU, uh, master's in divinity, so I can, you know, be a be a proper preacher, I guess. And so I've been having to go down there for the past year uh, to do it, and this week was... Uh, classes Monday through Thursday, so I got done last night from about four to nine thirty. So it's just been my brain it's done. <laughs> and I uh last night in particular during the lecture, about like an hour in, I just knew I was out. And I just sat there and legitimately I don't think I thought about anything for, for about four hours. I mean so like are you doing much while you're there? Is it constant class or is it just well, so there's there's kind of this um, balancing act, I guess. It is it is class, and then also doing work for class um, in the hotel. But also, like any big city, to to go do something costs you know money. I went to an Astros game one time, oh, but yeah, everything yeah. else, yeah. But everything else, they lost um, oh, to the White Sox. But everything else, uh, you know, is, I thought about going to to NASA and seeing like the Johnson Space oh, Center yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it's like fifty dollars. Yeah. Like, give me a break! I'm not going to pay fifty dollars to look at rockets. Well, and um, it's
0: tough because you're just sitting there in a hotel room
1: for most of yeah. when
0: you're not in class, and it's like, well, what do I do at this time?
1: Yeah, and I slowly started to lose my mind uh, last night. I, like I got because this isn't just the first trip. So the last three of the last four weeks, I've been in hotels either in Houston or Dallas, all for school, and so I've just sort of been slowly losing my mind. And I never thought that'd be so thrilled to be back in Birmingham, Alabama. But when I like got off the plane about an hour and a half ago, I was just it's like, oh my gosh, just thank you. Because I don't have to go back for a while um, until November, so it, it's it's good. But the end's inside. I'll graduate in May. I got that marked on my calendar. May 16th, Southern there Methodist University, Dallas, Texas. Pastor Scott getting his master's degree finally. I'm going to cry. Dad will cry. Everybody's going to cry. <laughs>
0: So I think one of the most, like, interesting things is you, you mentioned a little bit over the phone yeah. the past couple of days. Uh, while you were there, where did you spend most of your time? Where were you hanging out? Yeah. This just this makes me laugh.
1: So. Yeah. So I, I kind of hung out in two places, really went nowhere else but two places. I was either at the Crown Plaza River Oaks, uh, which is my hotel. It's an average place to stay. Um, or what I started doing the last two days because I really, really, really was just sick of just sitting in my room as I went to the hospital. (laughs) All right, so, okay, well, hang on. So Houston Methodist Hospital, it's an honor hospital. It's like one of the top 20 hospitals in the country, which is amazing, but that's where my classes are. So I, like, have classes in Houston Methodist.
0: they're at the hospital. They're at
1: the hospital. Why? I wasn't, because they have, SMU has kind of this relationship with Houston Methodist and they provide... Yeah, so the guy who's, like, in charge of the chaplains at the hospital is a graduate from SMU. So that's where the connection came in. So that's where my classes are. So I spend a ton of time. As a matter of fact, uh, yesterday I went in there to get coffee from, like, the cafeteria, which I've been in a ton. Um, and the, the lady gave me an employee discount because I think she thinks I work there now. <laughs> but, yeah, so the past two days I got there about three hours before class start and just hung out at the hospital. I
0: was... I- and I guess it makes a lot more sense your classes are there. I was under the impression, like, I'm picturing Scott just, you know, walking around with, like, AirPods and walking up and down the yeah. <laughs> the walkways of the hospital, like, by patients and stuff. But Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that, is, that part is accurate because I did just have my <laughs> headphones in just sort of walking around. Yesterday, I actually explored the hospital and uh, oh. found, found some good uh, cubby holes to kind of curl up and take naps in. Um, and some nice go. places, some outdoor seating. So it That's was awesome. It was all good.
0: I mean, it, it's all good. I mean, who would have thought? You know, the hospitals. A, yeah, Houston great Met place Methodist. To hang. If you're
1: if you're in Houston, drop by, check them out. Uh, got a great cafeteria. I had um, barbecue turkey. Um, with broccoli and mashed potatoes a couple days ago for lunch, and it was fantastic.
0: And they're uh, today's sponsor for the podcast. Birmingham
1: Southern Houston Methodist Hospital. Yeah, here's our shout-out. Yeah, if you need to get educated, go to Birmingham Southern. If you need to get uh, some work done on you, uh, go to Houston Methodist. Just
0: uh, send that check on over to in the office. That's right. What to title that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're listening out there, um, either someone from Birmingham Southern, which is maybe possible, that is possible, that is possible, or someone from Houston Methodist, which is a little bit less likely at this point. Um, I mean, we're not we don't ask for much. No, no, you don't have to send us. I mean, we'll respond to the fact that if you just send us a letter and say thank you. Oh, that'd be awesome. And We'll probably put your logo on the on the thing. Yeah, but
0: we might bring. You know, an employee. We might bring a representative onto our podcast. So we can you can talk about it.
1: That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah,
0: I think we're is this some, are we brainstorming right we're now. We're brainstorming which on is probably, the air. Yeah, probably yeah. on the air.
1: Which is not the you know thing that we probably Scott. Why
0: don't you uh so why don't you go ahead and just introduce our topic? what, <laughs> yeah, are,
1: we, what okay. are we talking about today? All right, so let me first off say that when we started this, we didn't really know uh, where it was going to go. Um, so the first guest we had on was Woody, and, and like I said, the thing that fascinated us the most about him was his his PowerPoint skills. And so we called the thing in the office, and that had nothing to do with nothing to do with it. Microsoft it, Office. It just sort of, it was
0: a name that we just yeah. we just came up with yes. that was going to be kind of casual, that anybody was accessible for anybody. We didn't want to like you know it yeah. t- to be really anything specific. Yeah. But then it kind of, it's kind of morphed into this. It's thing. morphed into this thing. And after one episode, after, it after is one
1: episode, we're saying it's morphed into this thing where we talk about. Uh, <laughs> um office software and then also talk about Jesus. (laughs) It sounds horrible. It sounds 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 horrible, miserable. But I I think it makes sense. So um, one of the things like I have to do for seminary all the time is is pretty much all seminary is 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 reading and writing papers. That's all you do. And so if you and if you're out there and you're like oh man I can't wait to go to seminary and, and serve the Lord then you need to start reading and writing now because that's all you do. So I get tons of reps in on Microsoft Word, kind of the OG of uh, word processing software. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about here um, in this first segment, Is kind of talk about Microsoft Word and sort of our our history with it. Um, Because Microsoft Word's kind of gone through... Uh, stages of development and now in the 365 suite it's awesome, like I have access to all my documents whether it's my iPad uh, my phone or my computer I got constant access to it uh, that Microsoft ecosystem really working well for me Yeah, but I think the thing that surprised me the most about Word and about that type word processing, processing software is that if you look at, say if you look at PowerPoint and you look at Keynote and you look at Google Slides PowerPoint may be better, but the gap's not extreme from PowerPoint no, to Keynote. No, 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 not at all. Um, but the gap between, say, uh, Microsoft Word and Pages is enormous. Yeah, you think? Oh, I do. But,
0: so, in my in my experience, at least for like things I've made, it seems like when I'm going think to make things that are like uh, aesthetically pleasing, yes. like graphically, yes. I'll go to Pages. Hundred percent. But if I'm just wanting, like, word processor power, you know, I'm normally going to Word.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. The the one thing that frustrates the mess, I don't know about Microsoft Word, because the point you just brought up about what Pages is good at is 100% true. Like, if we're making flyers for the youth program or lesson plans, Pages is the place to go. And the thing I like about it is you can put images anywhere, and it kind of figures it out for you. On Word... Right now, if you're listening, just take a minute, pause pause it, and go to your computer, get on Word, and try to paste an image like in the top left-hand corner. You can't do it. It won't let you. It'll just automatically put it where it thinks it should go, and you're kind of stuck there. And so you're really limited graphically on Word. But, like, for, for my purposes and all the papers I have to write, which is sort of, you know, 15 to 20-page um, essays with footnotes and endnotes and all that other stuff, Word is clearly... It's clearly the best. I mean, best. it's a beast. It's yeah, you would never do that on. Well, pages. and the
0: thing is, is like, word, word is so good because like its uses are timeless. The way like for for papers and things, that's never going to change, and it yeah. just does it so well. So yeah. why would you want to do any use anything else?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I, I like thought about this uh, on the plane earlier as I was sort of thinking through this what we we're going to talk about. And one of my favorite things to do ever on Microsoft Word was word art. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Word art was the best. Yeah. I mean, now, in retrospect, if you look at things made with Word art, which you thought were cool like back in the early 2000s, it now looks like trash in kind of a modern context. But <laughs> I would just sit there. I remember freshman year at Spain Park being in computer applications and learning uh, Word, PowerPoint, access. I'm not even sure what that is anymore. Yeah. Um, and Excel and all that. I remember just sitting on Word and making, like, uh, Auburn logos or Spain Park logos. Yeah, 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 yeah. With word because it was just the best. You could do so many things um, with it, and and as our and that's kind of like that's also sort of your first um, interactions you would have with Clippy, our mascot. Sure, uh, was Microsoft Word back in in kind of the, the '90s and 2000s. If you started writing something, like, hey, it looks like you're writing an essay. Would you like some help? It didn't talk to you, but that would have been cool if it did. Um, but yeah, no, Word is just well, and another contender we
0: we haven't talked about too true. is. Uh, Google Docs. That's and true. if Michael Stuckey were here, he'd That's be true. freaking out because yeah. what Google does for all of its programs has going well for it is your ability to sign on to Google anywhere and yep. instantly have access on the cloud. Yep. Cloud that I mean it's insane. I mean yep. everything is there in its own little Google Drive for free, too. Yeah. Which is
1: crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. That is the one thing that uh Microsoft I don't want to say has going against them, but it's sort of one frustration is that they sell Office 365 and and it's a paid subscription every month. Like, we get it because um, we have 365 accounts with our email addresses, but if you were just a normal person and wanted to have Microsoft Office, you have to pay for it. Google, um, with Docs, Sheets, and Slides, it's all free, and it's all cloud-based, you can access it from anywhere Wes is right. The only downside of that being is that there's not, you can't, work with it if you don't have internet access
0: yes yeah that's an issue
1: that's an issue um but you're right i mean i've used uh we obviously use google docs and sheets a lot to kind of especially sheets to share um stuff around so i think google is by far and away like the number one contender for word processing to word um sure because the things you're talking about because it's very intuitive it's very easy to use if you're working in a team on a team basis then yes because you can you can add like if Wes and I like were typing out ideas for uh, podcast episodes or anything like that, we could have a Google Doc and both of us could have access to it and could update it live. Like Wes could be editing the thing and I could be watching him do it from my computer. Yeah, which is
0: crazy. Well, and the thing for me as a student was when I was like in a class or like if I needed to print something, print a paper or whatever, and I didn't have I didn't have a printer in my yeah. dorm room or whatever, but I didn't have to go through like getting a flash drive yeah, or anything to save it from my computer and take it. I could go to the library, pull up my Google Doc yeah, that's true. that I uploaded earlier and yep. I could just print it anywhere. Or, you know, it really adds some accessibility. Yes. Especially if you're like a college student or even I guess high school students yeah. now with all the the computers and stuff they're using. So Yeah,
1: yeah. And we're not talking about uh like cloud storage today. We'll talk about that in another episode, but Google Drive is just incredible. And, and everything that you can do, and like Wes said, for 100%, 100% free um, and have access to it all over the planet is incredible. And I remember when Google started doing this and really trying to put a focus on education and schools were getting Chromebooks and all that, and I thought that was weird, but it makes total sense. Like all the different uh, things you can do um, with it. But I don't know. It, it's, you know, I kind of, I would you would think like at this point that, I think my one frustration with Apple is like you. I, you know me. You know, like 100%. I go hard in the paint with Apple. Hundred percent. I'm like, I just. By the way, um, I got the card. I got the Apple credit card. No, you did. I, not. Did. Did, yeah, you? I did. it came out like what? Yes. Yeah, I did. I was. Ago. I was one of the first ones that ordered. It. It'll be at my house uh, sometime this week. I'll show That's you. Absurd. I'll show you on my wallet. Um, <laughs> there it is. Look at that.
0: You're for real, and you've already used it.
1: I've already used it because I've heard
0: they like the. It, Changes colors on your phone or like adds different yeah. colors the more you use it.
1: Yeah, right now I'm in. And you've got colors on yeah, there. I'm, I'm blue and purple, which I think is cool. But I've. Uh, most of it that I used was for Uber um, around uh, Houston from my. Because you get 3% back currently on Uber when you pay with Apple Pay, which obviously I am. But my titanium Apple credit card. Uh, will arrive this week and i'm super excited about that. well a
0: big you know i guess controversy thing with the apple card is it's another way for them to lock you into their apple ecosystem you know dude you know i'm worried deep into into that well because like if you're worried about something like a credit score or something like that you don't want to pull yeah you don't want to pull your you know you would have to cancel a credit card now too which is yeah so it's another way of them kind of keeping you in their
1: ecosystem well yeah and i thought about that and i just can't I can never see having another phone at this point other than an iPhone. I get that, um, like, Samsung and, and, you know, the Google Pixel and some of these other uh, Android phones that are coming out probably have higher specs and all that other stuff and are kind of, at this point, being slightly more innovative than, than the iPhone. But I just, the I, what yeah, you're right. What they've done is they have brought me into their ecosystem and to where I use an iPad, a MacBook, and the phone, and I have a watch. We're like, you can't get out. Because if I got out, I have to buy literally all new stuff. And and I'm not going to do that. And and the thing is, it all works. Like, it all works well. I've never had a problem, not once, with an Apple product. It's true. Which is crazy. Everything you know? just connects everything just well. Everything just connects.
0: The, everything in the ecosystem just works well, which is yeah. what... Apple, I mean, is what they're selling, and everything yeah. feels premium. Their iOS is smooth. And, yes,
1: it's all smooth. You know, just
0: swiping a page yeah, or, like, opening up an app, everything's smooth, and it looks aesthetically pleasing.
1: Yeah, and, but that just kind of, like, brings up, like, the one... Like you said, Pages is wonderful for making flyers and, and all that other stuff, or uh, making, making booklets and kind of doing these special projects, but it's just... I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that they would really kind of focus in on um, just like essay papers and kind of making that a little more intuitive. Because even, you know, I was sitting there messing with it uh, in the hotel because sort of reviewing all of them. And if I was power ranking them, I'd put Word number one, Google Docs two, and then Pages would be three for, uh, for that purpose of writing papers. I was like, trying right, how would I do a footnote? And it took me a while to figure out like how to put a footnote in. On On pages. On pages, yeah. yeah, Whereas like with Word and with Google Docs, it's pretty right in front of you to do it. Um, And that's just something that I wish, I wish they would put just a little bit more um, effort into their um, kind of the, the, their their sort of office software that comes with uh, the computer. I wish just a little bit more effort.
0: So you just ranked them one to three. Yeah, I did. What, and I've been kind of trying to think about this, what, is it about Word that you would put it at the top as yeah. over, you know, because yeah. Google Docs, yeah. you, like we said, we have the, you know, you have the cloud connectivity yep. and the only thing is that would stop you from using is if you don't have internet. Right. But like what else other than that, what are the com- competing factors there?
1: I think, I mean, for me, the internet thing is, um, is important. Um, because I can have, uh, you know, I was at a lake house a few weeks ago and, and didn't have the internet, didn't have good cell phone service and um, I needed to type something, I could do that because Word was on my computer, and so I could use it for that. Um, and you can't do that with Google Docs currently. Um, it'd be cool if they, and they may, there may be something out there that I don't know about, but I'm, I'm pretty confident it's all cloud-based at this point. But I think I put it um, still above Google Docs just because, uh, you know, there's some, there's some customization you can do, and you get really kind of um, fine tune what you need it uh, to do, and also to be honest, um, it's just sort of the universal thing. Uh, like all my professors, and you can you can download Google Docs, obviously in a docx file and all that other stuff. But just having it um, there already, and I think it's just because I'm used to it at this point. Sure, it's what sure, I, sure. it's what I've been using to write papers uh, since high school. I mean, and before, so I know where literally everything is. I know how to get footnotes in there. I know to format everything, and it's just quick.
0: Well, some of the, like my thing with the with Google Docs was when i was typing like lab papers or uh even i had like i was a music major so i had specific like music type of papers where yeah. i had to take excerpts yeah. of you know pieces and analyze them and stuff yeah. so i had to insert pictures things like trying to insert charts and graphs and pictures and trying to make the text fit how you want it to and putting like uh a little you know little the the little kind of title under like saying Figure One, and this is what this chart is, and, and things like that. It was so weird in finicky Docs where you couldn't get things to line up on the page yeah. how you wanted it to. Whereas yes. Word just kind of, it just works well. Yeah, yeah,
1: it just works well. And, and like they've, I guarantee you, because it's a subscription software, it's the reason why PowerPoint has come so far. Is because that's a, a revenue stream for them. So it makes sense as a selling point to make those things as good as they possibly can, and they've been doing it for a long time. I and mean, Google still is relatively new uh, to all this stuff, but do a, a phenomenal thing. And, yeah, I just think I've kind of gotten used to typing papers on on Word, and I've been typing some absolutely enormous ones uh, the past few years for seminary. It's just been rough. Like The amount of Word documents I've churned out uh, really like in the past like few months has been uh, crazy. And you know, I had to write. I had to write, actually write the longest paper I've ever written in my life um, for a class. I think it was. Yeah, it was in the spring. Um, this massive word document still on my computer. I'm going to keep it forever because it took me so long. But it's sort of like we had to. Uh, we had to type out like what we believe and why we believe it, which wow. which isn't easy. Yeah, <laughs> it isn't easy. Like you kind of think. Um, Oh man, you know, I yeah, I know what I think about Jesus and all this other stuff, but when you actually have to like type it out and like have have backing for for what you're saying, that's crazy. And I, what do you think was like the hardest thing for me to explain? If you think about Christianity, what do you think's the hardest thing to explain to people, or to say this is why I believe this? Uh,
0: part of it probably has to be, you know. The, the transcription of like of the word yeah from yeah
1: yeah yeah well that part I mean like kind of what the Bible is um, but like for me the thing that like gives me sort of the most and, and I don't know say it gives me the most trouble especially at this point because I've just kind of decided yeah I don't I'm not gonna have a full understanding or grip of this and I think that's the point but it's the question that like we have to teach, Especially youth, we got to teach them this concept, and it's hard to explain because there's not really a good, you know, earth image you can use. And that's the Trinity, which is such a oh yeah yeah yeah, which is such like a an odd concept of like uh, all right, you got the three in one thing. Yeah, well,
0: you can and you can put it in simple terms, and it makes sense. Yes, but when you actually when you start to look at it more, yeah, it's tough, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It
1: doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and if you do it, um. In a lot of the ways that we try to explain it, uh, like if it's, oh, yeah, well, think about water. Um, you know, it can be water, it can be ice, or it can be, you know, vapor, but it's still water. It's like it's, it's like the Trinity, but that's not like the Trinity. And so there's like all, actually, it's one of the things I've learned at seminary, is that a lot of these ways that we try to explain the Trinity, especially to young people, is uh, borderline heresy which is wow, yeah, a little modalism we, we tend to go into, are talking about how God has parts. Also, heresy can't say parts, because um, there are no parts. It's all one thing. Um, sure. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think like the, the passage that I sort of immediately think of and the one that I had to literally explain sort of what it means in this paper I had to write uh, was like the, the first chapter of John. Where John it, 1. Yeah, John 1, where it says, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Microsoft Word. Microsoft Word. It's <laughs> so you, uh, <laughs> connections. Wow. But, so if you kind of, like, think about it, number one, you can instantly sort of make the the connection between this and then in Genesis, uh when it talks, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Sure, sure, sure. Sort of like the same same verbiage in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he was with God in the beginning and when you read that you like instantly sort of all right well because then later it talks about the word became flesh and dwelt among us and all that when you read that it's kind of like all right that's super weird
0: yeah when you're thinking two different beings at yes. this point he yeah. was he was with God yeah is
1: yeah yeah he was with God and he, and he was God and he sort of I remember, like, the first, like, few times that I, I read that and knew it was like, all right, well, this is one of the proof texts that we have as Christians for the Trinity, and, and and John was was writing this to try to, you know, talk about that. But, man, what does that mean? What does that mean? What is, like, the Word became flesh? What does it mean that the Word was with God, like, in the beginning and, and, and all that? What does all that stuff mean, and why is it important? I think is is a sure. bigger deal. Because, I mean, you know, one of the—it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, well— you know, we believe we believe the Trinity, but we can't explain it. But that's actually like the whole basis of our faith is the Trinity. Sure. Um, because, like, if you if you think about it, and you know, there's all always this may be kind of a hot take, but whatever. Um, there's sort of all these uh, conversations that you hear from uh, people about ah, uh, you know, all these different religions are just kind of like different paths to the same God. But that would be extremely problematic for that, that view system. That viewpoint could not work in Christianity because it would be completely contrary to what we actually say about God in the Bible and what we confess uh, when we say all our creeds. The, the triune nature of God is, is what makes Christianity what it is and why it's different uh, from everything else. Um because if you have you know the Father, the Son, the Spirit in Jesus being uh, fully God and fully human uh, for all times and for all eternity, um, you know, begotten from the Father and all that sort of stuff, but always with the <laughs> Father, that's everything. Yeah. And without that, um, kind of the whole house of cards sort of falls apart.
0: Well, the kind of thing that, that I'm this kind of makes me think of when you look at this and or you look at it in Genesis, and this is the beginning of like John's Gospel here, it kind of it kind of makes me think all right so we didn't even have the earthly words to be able to explain what God is and I feel like it's almost it's almost like a a warning from yeah. God in the sense that listen this I can't even put this in the words it it isn't it's not going to make sense to you right and this already is a warning for the rest of the Bible it's like there's you're going to have a lot of questions in your faith all of this is not going to make sense yeah but but there's more to it, and there's a bigger story that you need to focus on. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like that's really cool in a sense that it's, it's, it's warning us of this this thing that we're not going to completely understand.
1: Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, in, I took a systematic theology class, which is the one that I had to write this massive paper in. And I remember the first lecture um, the professor gave, he was talking about how our – Human language is incapable of properly talking about God. We do not have the words or the brain width to fully understand it. And that statement that he made really kind of changed a lot for me. He's like, man, you're right. You're right. There's no way that we can stand up there and fully explain who God is and how this whole thing works. We just believe it to be true. And that's kind of a—it's a difficult thing for— you know, people to kind of wrap their minds around because we want answers. Sure. Like, I mean, I can, I, I don't, you know, I have this iPhone, and if you're like, wow, how does, it, how does it make calls? I could scientifically tell you how it makes calls with towers and space and however 100%. it yeah. does it. But with this, with, like, religion or really any religion, but especially ours, when it comes to God and how God operates, I can't, like, fully explain it to you. Yeah. Um, well, and that's like
0: the, the faith element. Yes. And then for for some people, that's a big drop off point. Yes.
1: because
0: like, it's it's like, well, you, I just have to have faith this, in this thing and not understand it, because it honestly makes no sense.
1: Right. That's exactly right. You're a hundred percent correct. That's like the one thing that sort of pushes people away from Christianity, is because there a lot of these things in the Bible, a lot of it is kind of logical if you think about it. But there's some sort of there's some kind of things that if you it just defies logic. Like, this sure. whole thing in John 1 about, uh, you know, the Word, you know, Jesus being with God from the beginning and, and all this sort of stuff, then we kind of read, not really in John, but in the other Gospels, about the birth of this baby in a stable in a in a no-name town and all this other stuff. That just seems completely illogical. But I, like, I think that's kind of, like, the, the beauty of it, and borderline, like, why I believe it the most is because... Because it's illogical. Yeah. Because the idea that the Savior of the universe was born in a stable to, uh, you know, Mary and, and Joseph, and that was, that's where the, the person was born that was going to come and live a life without sin and sacrifice himself on the cross for us. The fact that that's where it all began is, is crazy. But I think, like I said, that's why I believe it. It's because it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, I, I actually, uh, we had, like, small groups in one of my classes. And we were going around and we were talking. And I said, you know, the most interesting thing about my seminary experience is I, like, think about graduation, think about all the classes I've taken. Is that before I went, I thought I knew all the answers and had them all. Sure. And now after going through seminary, what I've realized more than anything else is that I don't.
0: You have more questions. I have more
1: questions. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I have more questions, but I feel like my faith is also stronger than it's ever been because, because I've become completely okay with not being able to explain things like the Trinity. Sure. Um, while, like, John chapter 1 is obviously vital to our faith and tells us everything we need to know. We believe in this, you know, uh, God in three persons concept. I can't explain it to you. You could ask yeah. me right now, explain this to me, and it would be. A dynamic struggle for me. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a nightmare. Yeah, and I think that's okay.
0: But uh, one thing that uh, I love that you've—I've heard you say in the past too—is—is is if anyone claims to to be a hundred percent sure they know everything about what God is and stuff, you want to run.
1: Yeah, you do. And, and I like—I say that again. If you're ever at a church and um, you have a minister or something that kind of sort of the way, maybe not the way. I mean, people when you preach a sermon. You, you gotta sort of make an argument there's a performance aspect to it and I understand that but if you're ever around like a pastor or any kind of religious figure especially with Christianity that sort of talks and thinks like that they have all the answers and they know exactly what the Bible says and what the Bible means and how to interpret it perfectly then yeah you need to run the other way because they're lying to themselves um, it's just it's just kind of you know difficult to comprehend all the things that are in here but I think that's awesome
0: yeah that's what's cool, and yeah. somebody's somebody's going to come listen to this podcast, yeah, uh, and it's going to just rip our like theology apart. Well, and, that's fine. And us, you know? that's fine. That's always going to happen. though. That's but.
1: always going to happen. I mean, that's like the the thing you sign up for. I mean, if when you get up there in front of people and you start doing a lesson and you make arguments based on um, what you think the Bible says, there's going to be people out there that think differently. 100. percent And that's the unique. That's why we have you know thousands upon thousands upon thousands of denominations because we don't think the same. But the one thing we do believe over anything else is we believe in Jesus. The thing that really binds us together. Yeah. Mm. In The beginning was Word. Yeah, like Word Wrap <laughs> on Microsoft Word. <laughs> well, <laughs> connections. <laughs> you know,
0: wow, that was that was just a really nice transition. The beginning of the Word and Microsoft <laughs> yeah, Word. Right. Wow. I
1: mean, how about that?
0: It's like it was intentional. <laughs> it's like that was intentional. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: No, but I, you know, this podcast, this is a lot of fun. It, yeah. It, it, we really go from extreme to extreme. Yeah. But I do want to say I, I feel like our, our reviews of microsoft and or i guess different processors yeah 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 yeah. is uh it definitely has a deadline so i don't know what this thing's gonna be
1: no we don't i mean like i what i don't want we're gonna have to pivot we're We're definitely gonna have to pivot pivot. we're gonna have to pivot i mean different different things but right now we're gonna ride this horse until we can't ride it anymore (laughs) i mean i i know we at least got two more left in us before we have to completely switch to doing something else but uh all right we got to do new segment
0: a new segment.
1: A new what segment. What's uh, this? Isn't like a hot take, but it kind of it is. What's one? What's one movie that you've seen that you like, but that is pretty much universally agreed upon as like a terrible movie, like Rotten Tomatoes trash? And
0: oh, um, ooh, ooh, ooh. do you have yours already? Oh yeah.
1: You want to go for it? No, no, no. I want you to go. <laughs> I.
0: What do I love that? I don't know if. I guess probably not. People of my generation love School of Rock, but again, this is kind of on the Jack Black train again. <laughs> I love School of Rock. Uh, you know, but a lot of people my age
1: probably say they like it. Yeah.
0: But you know, maybe it wasn't the best movie, but I love it. Well, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah,
1: no, I understand that. I was gonna, I'm gonna go with, and an if you're young and you're listening to this, you're not gonna understand this reference. But it's one of those movies that it it comes on TNT or TBS a lot. But I really like Days of Thunder, which is. A tom cruise nascar movie <laughs> i know i know and it's listen it's bad it's not good the acting is kind of terrible the actual racing is rough but i i don't know why i like it but i do there's no logic behind it but every time it's on i can't stop watching it's right up there with con air i always watch con air too which is another trash movie but i love it <laughs> i love it and uh oh my gosh Real quick, I got saw on Instagram, and I got just got to say this, and then we'll shut this thing down, that they're right after last week when I just ripped into Disney yeah, and yeah, asked yeah. them to stop doing this mess. I think I know what you're about to say. I saw an Instagram post for Lady and the Tramp.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: And, oh, man.
0: Um, I, I, what did you, I want to know what went through your head immediately. Well,
1: obviously, Wes, I was not pleased. <laughs> I, um, at that point, I'd had, like, too much – you know, I had been alone in my hotel room for too long, so I was already kind of depressed. And then I was just like scrolling through, and I like uh, I saw it, and I saw the two dogs, and it's like a you know a King Charles Spaniel or whatever, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then some mutt looking thing. I was just disheartened, to be honest. The Lady and the Tramps, one of the first Disney movies I remember watching with my grandmother. Um, the meatball scene's incredible, and uh, I just don't know what they're going to do with this. It looks like they're real dogs. Yeah, yeah. Like, live action, like, actual real dogs. Yeah. Not like Jungle Book or not like um Like Lion CGI, King. like, yeah. yeah. I think these are real dogs. We think. We think they're we real don't dogs. Know, but, yeah. Overall, though, I'm just, I'm disheartened by the whole thing. I don't know what they're going to do, because they got to talk. Obviously, so if they're real dogs, I'm not sure how they're going to make them talk. Yeah. Um, unless, like, Homeward Bound, where they just, like, it's like the voice of God talking for both of them, but yeah. I don't know. I'm disheartened by it, and it doesn't look like they're going to stop anytime soon. So I'm really excited for Disney Plus to come out, so I can just be all these <laughs> new Disney movies that are just you know remixes of old ones can be shoved down my throat.
0: Now, are you are you a Marvel movie fan?
1: Um, no? I yeah, I do. I like some of them. Um, I loved. Uh, I loved the Iron Man oh, I loved Iron Man one and three. I thought two was sure. pretty trash. Sure. Um, and then I love the Avengers movies. Do you like Spider Man? I, no. I'll be honest with you. I like Twitter. I noticed this was a big deal, but I have no idea like what's going on. Like how Sony owns the rights to Spider Man. Yeah. Um, well, and that was a big thing over the past couple of days.
0: Yeah. Sony owns Spider Man, and their contract ended with Disney to use them, and then they Disney came to renegotiate, but they wanted so much more money for it, and and then Sony's like, no. So then they came to no agreement. So it was kind of like Disney no longer had the rights to Spider Man. But as of this morning, Disney had another counter offer. Uh, oh wow! And so this weekend there could be big news that they could. So they were wow. like Tom Holland was cast as the you know yeah. Marvel Spider Man. Yeah. And then now he was like out of a job pretty uh, pretty much because they couldn't. They don't have a licensing to yeah. use him. But Gosh. they could renegotiate. Yeah, and they had planned at least six more movies with So did
1: did Sony you may not know the answer to so this did Sony make Spider Man movies before like Marvel? No uh, I who I I believe I think
0: they made I, they made the um Toby Maguire ones. Oh, yeah, I think the they classics. were behind that. Yeah, the but yeah, so somehow, somehow his rights. I'm not sure how Sony ended up having them, but they yeah, want to I keep them either. too because they make they made the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, too I, I believe. So it, it's all it's all this nasty web. Yeah, and, but
1: <laughs> oh, nasty you know, web. Uh, oh, well, I yeah, you, what you like what there. I did there? You yeah. like what <laughs> I did there? <laughs> that was good. But yeah, I know all of these things, um, all of your hot takes. If you're listening right now, you can write down in Microsoft Word and yeah. just have those things forever, or, or Google Docs, and have them in all your devices at all times. So you can go back yeah. and look at your hot takes on Spider-Man um, and get ready for the next few films, and I'm sure they'll figure it out and we'll come out with Also, if
0: you want to DM DM us at rsm-students, mm. you can send us your hot takes, and maybe we'll read them
1: on air. Oh, wow. That's, not, be kind That's of, something you just came up with, but I, I like on that. The sp- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was on the spot. So if you have a fun. hot take and you want us to read it, um, DM us. Like you said, RSM underscore students. If there's any software product you want us to review, uh, you can also put that in our DMs. Yeah,
0: because we're going to run out of content. Very quick. Real soon.
1: Yeah, The religious stuff we can talk about forever, but the, the thing that comes before this, <laughs> we're going to have to like start getting deep. Next week, we'll review DuckDuckGo, which is a search engine I discovered when I was bored this week. Wow. Yeah, it's you like Google, really except bored. they don't track you. So. You were really bored. Yeah, DuckDuckGo all day.
0: And we're proud of you. Yeah. Well- I think we should end this thing. Yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. This has been In the Office with Scott and West. We will see you next week.
1: Shout out Birmingham Southern, Houston Methodist.